procedure we're talking about when to grant a motion for a new trial, and this is outlined in Rule 59. Uh, there are three main categories why a new trial may be granted. First is if the weight of the evidence goes against the jury verdict. Second, if the conduct of the trial or the jury deliberations were impartial, and these are called process errors, and, and ultimately it just means if we upheld the verdict, then there would be a miscarriage of justice. And third, if there is newly discovered evidence, we won't talk about that because that is really rare as far as newly discovered evidence being a merit or for a new trial. I guess we can also add a fourth category where a new trial may be granted if there are some serious errors that occur during the trial process. So let's go ahead and talk about the weight of the evidence errors. Uh, mostly that's just because that's what we focused on. And we have a case here, Trevetti versus Cooper. Uh, ultimately, there were three claims that uh, happened in this case. And Trevetti is the plaintiff and Cooper is the defendant. And there's three main parts, uh, judgment as a matter of law in our analysis, whether a new trial should be granted, and uh, a remitter, uh, which is a choice for the defendants on a new trial or reduced damages. So let's go ahead and work through our analysis quickly. This will also be a review of what we had just talked about with judgment as a matter of law. So first, Cooper failed to properly raise judgment as a matter of law for the third count, which is a hostile environment count, and thus they waived the right to make the motion uh, for a Rule 50B. As you recall, Rule 50A is an initial motion before jury deliberation, and if you fail to do that, you can't make a renewed motion, a Rule 50B, after the jury deliberates. Uh, for the other two claims, the jury could find either way, and so uh, judgment as a matter of law is not appropriate, and the jury decision on those claims is merited. So, our second part of the analysis is whether a trial, new trial should be granted for the third claim. And initially, the court says no, a new trial should not be granted. Uh, there is a significant dispute as whether or not it should because there, the weight of the evidence does indicate that it could be. Ultimately, I do need to say the weight of the evidence here is something that the judge can determine at when they are trying to figure out whether or not to grant a new trial. They can't do it for judgment, but they can for a new trial. Uh, so here, the judge is going to be weighing the evidence. And the judge here says the evidence far outweighs um, the jury verdict, which would thus merit a new trial. But I'm going to defer to the jury on to this point. Uh, because for the third part of the analysis, which is whether a remitter is appropriate. And the court says a remitter is appropriate. Uh, the jury came back with a showing of $700,000 in damages. Uh, for a case much more extreme damages, the highest amount was up to $100,000. And because the evidence here was so inadequate, you can say, uh, 50000 is the high number that would have been appropriate in this case, and the remediator brings it down to the highest number, number of damages that could be accepted. 
So ultimately, that leaves the plaintiff in this instance a choice. Accept the $50,000 in damages or have a new trial. You can't appeal this until a final judgment is given. So let's talk about appeals just briefly. A party is not able to appeal a ruling for a new trial. You can only appeal a final judgment. And again, a new trial is not a granted judgment. It's a, we're going to start this over and see if we get the same result. We may get the same result. We may get a different result. Uh, there is an exception to the final judgment rule uh, where you can only appeal on a final judgment. And those are going to be called interlocutory appeals. And these are going to be very rare. Uh, they come from preliminary injunctions, which are outlined in Rule 56A, and temporary restraining orders, which are outlined in Rule 50, uh, 65B. Uh, the purpose of these orders are simply to just put a freeze on the other parties until trial happens. But if the order is denied, and if a judge, uh, if it's an emergency that the order be granted, then you can directly appeal that quickly uh, to save from that emergency. So, for example, if there's a house that has extreme historical value and is about to be destroyed, you try and get uh, in preliminary injunction or a temporary restraining order and it fails, the judge denies the motion, well then you can directly appeal that because it's an emergency to save the home. And that's going to be an interlocutory appeal and that appeal may be granted even though there's not a final judgment already issued. So that's new trial, that's when it's granted. Uh, things to note that are different, uh, biggest things to note Rule 59 is different than Rule 50 and Rule 56 in the sense that this is a new trial. This is not a judgment. And then there's three main categories of why a new trial may be uh, granted. That's going to be the weight of the evidence, which the judge can weigh the new evidence in determining a new trial because he's not weighing the new evidence for a judgment. Uh, the conduct of the trial or the jury deliberations, uh, whether there's newly discovered evidence or whether the verdict is in serious error. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials, and the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is, if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.